live, baby. We're live. Hello. Take two. What? It's take two. The people should know that we we lost the first take. It was actually one of our best takes ever, I think. But, you know, it's gone. In it's hindsight, gone. everybody has 2020 vision. Our best take ever. How can you even say that? I can... Uh, maybe it's why, recency why are we bias? starting maybe. this podcast by disappointing our audience? <laughs> they're like, oh, shoot, that kind of peaked a lot. Um, but <laughs> they're like, why are they telling us that they failed? <laughs> uh, look, I like setting expectations at a realistic point here you know i i have some friends they make music maybe one of those friends is in the room they don't they they want to keep an air of like perfection as a musician as a podcaster you want to set the expectations low you you want everyone to know what they're gonna get and they're getting take two they're getting take two of this podcast hello and welcome to pass assault my name is is Owen Shannon. I am a host. Joining me as my co-host, another host, they, Maxwell Cambria. The word co covered the whole another part. I, okay, yeah, I, well, I think, that's, yeah. that's that's me, Max, Max Cambria. Cambria. That's like the and definition with us of today co. is a friend, a music creator. Uh, he can plug himself. Alex Live, everybody. Hello. Hi. I'm Alex Live. Um, you know, Buffalo rapper, singer, producer, uh, trying to make it out here. Uh, you can find me on a lot of things. You can find me on um, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Twitter. My Instagram is seven one six Alex Live, and also my Twitter is seven one six Alex Live. All right, so you make music. One thing I'm curious about. I, from when we were younger, I remember that you like you would make stuff on your computer and it was just like I, I thought it was for fun. When was the time that you decided like you're transitioning like this is this is serious? Um I would say like right out of high school. It was like high, it was like me and Kevin, like everyone like knew like we would fuck around on like computer and like we would send like a stupid ass track to like people and we'd be like, all right, like guys, like this is fun. Like uh we're like doing this stuff. And then we realized we were like, yo, no one's really doing this we could take this serious and like actually do this. And then we were like, we got a bunch of, like a bunch of people just started like, like hitting us up. And then also like, um, civil became a thing. Civil became a thing. Pre pre civil era with like fam and stuff where we would do stuff. Um, and like, then it actually just started going. And when I was in freshman year of college, I was just actually in my room. Didn't care. Like I was just making music. I was just producing. It was awesome. I would say, that pre-civil which is the group that steven is alex live is under and um pre that group in this city there was just groups of friends that were making decisions about making music and it was like the underground rap scene unfolding before our very eyes yeah what what what, what other scene was there in buffalo before this there is nothing like we had um, West Side Gun and like yeah. we we've had rappers sign, sure. Yeah, but that at that time, like we didn't even know about them. They they were like the they were like real yeah. front front like people trying to like do stuff, and that was like, and they were getting years signed. Ago. Yeah, not by doing shows in Buffalo. No, nah, not yeah. at all. They were just they were doing them, and it was awesome. Like looking at what they did, but like now it's like all these younger kids like our age yeah. are actually like. 
like we're we're even pushing like more and like we're throwing a big wave into like the underground buffalo rap scene it really doesn't make sense to me at all that buffalo doesn't have a big rap scene because like obviously the rap scene kind of follows like large african-american <coughs> communities sure. buffalo has that <laughs> but like the racist whites here they just they just take over they they only want country uh there concerts is a and disappointing disappointing number of country fans in buffalo yeah. oh way too many and it's like we're not even that country like oh not at all we it's like we're lake people and to, to the rest of the world that means country I guess not so. the rest of the world. I would say to the southern half of the United States. I don't know. Maybe we just culture sponge them a little bit. Maybe but because I've heard the stories of like you guys reaching out to venues and it's just like, no, we don't do hip hop. Like, why yeah, not? I think yeah, we're gonna happens. incite a riot. Was there some like riot out of a nightclub we're like not know about? That's all these old guys are like, no, there's gonna be a riot. Like, <sighs> what? Should we look in the papers? Might be. I don't know, but like. At the same time, like there's a huge rock following in Buffalo. Oh, alternative rock is huge in Buffalo. Yeah. So this is the music scene. It's dominate. Buffalo is dominated, I would say, by alternative rock fans and country fans, and then you know, like you're just pop hits. Fans. But but yeah. in actuality, is it? Because <clears throat> th- this goes in the same argument I have with people all the time: Is Buffalo uh, a hockey town or a football town? Easy answer. It's a football town oh, because football. it's. It, it's the entire demographic of the city, no matter <laughs> what, what color you are, you, you like the Bills. And then it's only, like, upper middle class that like hockey. And guess what? The only people that argue that it's a hockey town are upper middle class people. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, you go to anyone, they're Bills Mafia all the way. But, like, you go to, like, I don't know, say, like, you go to, like, the west side and be like yo you watch hockey like people are gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about white boy like yo get this kid out of here <laughs> who is this kid but now nah, everyone's everyone's bill's mafia you see bill shit everywhere you know like you see a good amount of saber stuff but like it's it's full bill's gear everywhere yeah and i think it's the the same sort of thing with music because you could argue buffalo is probably even more of like a hip-hop city but maybe I don't know. I, it's like this is hard. It's like we. Ha- it's a very split demographic, and like you try and like encourage these people that like want to like know new music. To I like, would say, to just to add this into your mix up, I would say you would need to know if there's more. Do you think there's more like young adults than older adults in Buffalo, or do you think we're very senior centric? That is the key. That's the line no, right there. We we definitely have a lot of older people in Buffalo because like all the newer people and like younger people really that like are kind of our age went to college. Yeah. And like want to explore bigger cities. Like we're a big city, but like we're not like Toronto or like L.A. Because if there stuff. are more young adults like us, for sure it's a hip hop city. Because now at at this day and age, a lot of kids who would are listening to music that people from both sides of the line are. Yeah, I think it's about time that that things will end up shifting because hip hop is is the pop music right now. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, oh, once once people our age are like more get to get to mid twenties out of school and stuff, I think everything will start to transition around here. Yeah. Um, cause like my like brother is like twenty 
24, 25, and, like, his uh, fiance is, like, a little older than him. And, like, I was trying to, like, ask her, like, oh, you know, like, what music do you like? And she was just like, oh, you know, I've been listening to a lot of, um, like, like, Earth, Wind, and Fire lately. Oh. I was just like, all right, that's cool. Like, I love, yeah. like, I love older music, too. But, like, I was just like, that age has stopped listening to new music. They're, they're done. I, I can't imagine that. There, there are so many people that, like, they reach like 28, maybe 30, and it's like, here are my my 10 albums. I know they have it on like their iP- <laughs> yeah, square iPod exactly. in their car. They're like, I have all the music I need right here. And I'm like, really? Yeah, no, like, it's just crazy. Because, like, even my, even my older brother, who's like 28, I think, maybe 27, um, he's pretty done with music too. Like, he has one track of music that he listens to all the time, and that's like what he sticks to. I can't imagine. I'm someone that like I love discovering new music. I can't imagine that just that just stops at yeah, some point. I, I just yeah, like I I get like anxious when I don't have like a new song on my playlist like every two days. I just get angry when I shuffle my phone and I just don't want to listen to any of the yes. songs. Oh yeah, I'm like, exactly. I you know what? I have no new music. Let's go find some. Yeah, like, exactly. It's just like it gets boring. My my mood can be like directly affected. By uh, I often go almost seasonal. Like every couple weeks, I I will ride a playlist, and then once it gets stale to me, uh, my my energy's off. It's just everything is out of whack until I get some new music to listen to. And I think we can discover some new music because we're talking about up and coming artists today. Yeah, that is a topic. Let's uh. Let's define. We need to use a common definition for up and coming. What? What? Where is your cutoff? I'm. I didn't look for like SoundCloud guys. I was looking for these are the mid tier people. They haven't taken off yet, but they've been in my playlist rotation for a little bit. I like a couple of their songs. So it, for me, it's almost like predicting like these these people might end up being like real legit big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say, <clears throat> yeah, there's that, and then, like, but it's, like, our local artists to us are, like, a lot bigger than we think. But like, I know, but let me give you an example. I use him because he's a great example. Anderson Pac, like, look. Oh, yeah. To me, mm. he is huge. Not because he's huge, like, he's broken through. And I think to a lot of people he has because he's been in a lot of ads and, like, done a lot more public appearances. But yet, when he's in a festival – when he's performing somewhere, big media outlets, Complex, for example, will not include his name. Like, Mac Miller's having that benefit concert, or the family is, the estate, and he's, like, I think the second name on the poster. I think Chance the Rapper's the first one. And Complex will tweet it and be like, tweeted it and was like, Mac Miller benefit concert, listed all the names except Anderson Pax. And I was like, like, why aren't the people, for some reason, people don't want him to be broken through yet because he's only had two albums i think my, i don't know my verdict on that is like if you brought him to me two years ago like around when malibu like first came out which is one of his albums um i would have agreed up and coming but i think he's pretty established now he's musically yeah established for sure i would say yeah it's it's really hard because it's like these uh these like upcoming artists that like we know about 
they were very musically established. Like, people in the game, like, they could be like, oh, that dude, yeah, I know what, what he's from. I know his songs. Like, I, I really like him. I want him on a track or something. But, like, the public, they just, like, they take their pop, and then there's, like, a huge gap yeah. between the people that they, like, that are upcoming because it's just, like, they, they don't want to, like, hop on a new wave. But, like, Anderson Pac being a great, like, representation of this, he is so well-known in the music company. Like, it's just, like, he's been he... on so many things, and he has so much music. And yeah, he has so much music, and he goes. Uh, recently, I was watching something he was doing with um, maybe it was Zane, I don't know. And he was talking about the album process because he had just announced he mixed Oxnard, which is coming out in November. Um, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, to to put out this, you know, project, you know, it's the fifteenth time." And he's like, "Well, two that, you know." I'm like, "So wait, stop." So he's done this album thing like fifteen times already, but he just didn't doesn't release it. Like he just yeah. has music. Yeah. Or like he releases it in probably like his private shows or whatever that he does. He he's got an arsenal of music. I out of most people, I think he has so, a large I think that after November he will officially move into everybody's heads as like Anderson Pack. Like I yeah. I think that will be the case too. But when it comes to I my my up and comers. I think it has to be someone on the radar, but not this is our like a definition, like not like someone who's on the radar. If you look, it's not that hard to find them. Yeah, but not many people know about them yet. Like I don't think it's possible. You guys might know like one, maybe even two of the names on my list, but they're not they're not household names, not even close. I just brought one name to this table. That's all you need to know. Okay. Um, so who's gonna start? Should I start? I guess I'm. I'm going to start. You have one name. Sure. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> hold it off. Um, I don't know how you say this girl's name. Now, N N A O. N A O. N A O. I think I think you actually just say it like N A O. Or it might be Nao. I don't know. Nao. Whatever her name is. Well, regardless, I think she makes some pretty good music. I like two of her songs right now. One of them's called make it out alive the other one's called curiosity i believe she has an album on the way it's kind of a it mixes r&b pop maybe like okay uh it's very (laughs) i almost kind of think of it like cinematic music like things build up she's a good singer Hmm. i like it a lot now nao might be now n-a-o so check out However, you say her name. I I think I am not familiar with this artist at all. I'm gonna be I'm gonna yeah, be honest. I'm pretty sure so I don't know how to pronounce it. Like, is there an accent over the A like a little no, swoopy? No, there's Undercore. nothing. It's they're all capitalized. The, maybe maybe that will give us some indication. <laughs> I I think I've heard her on a couple like features. I'm pretty sure because like um with all like the weird little like artists that I like listen to, it's just kind of like, like some yeah. There are some far out features sometimes. Yeah. All right, Steven. Um, I would have to yep. say Alex Live. Let's go. <laughs> you're gonna definitely hear Steven a lot. That's Alex Live is my stage name. I would like to go by that, but my close friends always call me Steven. Him, if you sue him and he comes to court, the judge will refer to him as Steven. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say for an upcoming artist, uh, Daniel Caesar. Okay. Okay. Good. That turn like I don't know. We're in Toronto a lot, so I guess like Toronto obviously knows Daniel Caesar. Oh but, yeah, they do. And um, but like he's not known at all, really. Like he's not out there yet. No. Like 
everyone heard Get You, but like didn't follow up on that know, song. Yeah, they yeah. were just no like, one oh, cool. no one dove into him. I was really, I was really surprised because I was listening to his most recent album recently, even though it came out in 2017. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned him to my brother. My brother typically pretty checked in the music had no idea who he was I, yeah. I was shocked by that yeah i like was um just kind of like diving into him probably like last year and so like then i realized get you actually came out two years ago and only yeah. blew up now yeah so crazy yo. that's like so weird to me because like get you just got He'll so big best part is the best song he's th- he's in his I, low chemo like he's been discovered so now he's just like negotiating yeah. probably nah dude you gotta go if you dive really deep into daniel caesar you gotta go first album show no regret and mm. this thing is a masterpiece of a song it goes it has pretty much two parts to it and like the first part is like his normal like you know soulful like r&b and you're like you're listening and then all of a sudden it hits this mid like 90s like late 90s head explodes yeah 90s punk Ooh. And it just goes into this huge like drum solo and like guitar and like everything and it's just like his voice completely switches up and you're like, whoa, this is Daniel Caesar, like this is the get you guy and and like this is just ridiculous and production value is insane. His music, it, it's like very uh, quite erotic. Like you need like a, a cold shower. What? You need to cry to it. You really do. I like. I saw him live at UB Springfest last year, and that was insane. He brings a live band with him. He has, like, his band. Like, they travel with him. They did the Tiny Dust um, concert together. Cool. And, like, his his bass guitarist is, like, fine. <laughs> I mean, if he's at Tiny Dust already, then he's, yeah, but like, he's, he's up there. He's there, there. There are a lot of... Uh, not well-known artists that do Tiny Dust. For so. sure. That's because it's NPR. Like, they like to make sure yeah. they're reaching out. <laughs> Literally, like, no name. Her her name is no name. Yeah, I was going to... That wasn't my name, but I thought of her while we were doing this. No name, I consider an up-and-comer. Yeah. She was yeah, just on sure. Colbert, which is huge. Like, that's a huge public mm-hmm. appearance. Her... I don't think she's ever going to be, like, big, big, but all of her music is, like, incredibly well-received critically, especially. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a. She's gonna be like the internet, where it's like everyone knows who the internet or the internet is, and like everyone likes yeah. the internet, but like they're never gonna like throw her on repeat, like literally for like months on what, end. What kind of shower do you take after you listen to her music? Going, um, <laughs> I really like you said. Cold <laughs> I, I would go like I took a, a nice warm. One. Actually, a bath might work. Because <laughs> the bath bomb and everything, a, a, a no-name album. It's like you're watching an Oscar movie, where it's like you're you're really just trying to absorb it and take in like take what, what could be what could be the meaning behind this. Yeah, you're taking a bath in the music. Yeah, yeah, she is. So a bath. She's also been on a lot of um weird things like Smino. Smino just did a, a song with with no name. Mm-hmm. What? It's called Ace. I think Smino's someone who could get mentioned in this too. I've, yeah. He's getting bigger and bigger, but I, I still don't think a wide variety of people know him. I feel like Smino right now, Twitter famous. The song, yeah. the song Anita, 
yeah. a lot. Anita by Smino is so good. It's unbelievable that it wasn't like a number one. Hit. Oh yeah, and the only reason it got big was because of T Pain. But yeah. like, props to T Pain because like he brought a, a good song T-Pain's out. T Pain's been making nothing but power moves. He has since Buffalo. Yo, we we revived him. <laughs> we he was like, yo, him. I love Buffalo energy. I want this energy again everywhere. And so it was like a shot of B twelve. Right yeah, we just yeah. Oh, <laughs> musical B twelve. I can't believe T Pain shut down this city. I know. Oh, bro. Dude, I remember that concert so well. I literally, (laughs) like, we were standing at a barricade just, like, waiting for something to happen. Me and my friend were like, we know something's going to happen. Someone's going to riot. We're going to get in. And then I literally look back, do a 180, and see literally just a fuck ton of people running over the bridge. And I go, Max, come on. We got to go. And, like, we run, hop over, like, two fences, and then, like, just rush into the concert. Not me. Not not that Max though. Um, um, yeah. So T Pain established artist Max. Are we using no name or Smino or whoever for your first one? I want suspense to build for this one name that you have. I guess I brought up no name. So okay, no name. There we go. Bring it back. What if you wait? What if you me? steal my name? I should just say the name. Just There's no way I'm going to steal your name. That's not true. No, I really don't think it's going to happen. I I have like pretty much unknown people on here. I feel like Steven's going to know this next person. But All right, go ahead, Owen. It's a guy named Toby Lou. Have you ever heard of him, Steven? Mm. He's done a song with Smino, actually. Um, Toby Lou. I mainly like two songs name? by him. The stage name? Is it he chose that I, name? I assume it's a stage name. If you sue him in court, I don't think you're going to be suing Toby Lou. You might be, yo. <laughs> he could change his name legally first. Um, he has two songs that I like by him mainly. One called Buff Baby. Other one called Troop. He just has a borderline chance the rapper vibe, but it's kind of kind of cooler. What's he like? What's his aesthetic? What does he look like? What does he do? Um, I don't think his aesthetic fits him at all. If you want to look, he has like blonde buns, yeah, which I, n- I never would have pictured. Looks a little he, mumble rapper-ish. He isn't really a mumble a mumble rapper at all, though. That's he he has like unique instrumentals. Hmm. It's all kind of like more upbeat, I would say. Interesting. So yeah, Toby Lou. Toby Lou. Hmm. You got you got another one. Yeah, there, of cowboy. course. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I can pull these things out of the woodworks. <laughs> oh, you want this one? This one? This one? Um, I would say I'm, I already went like vocalist. I'm gonna say Katrinata. Uh, I have heard. I think I know of them. Is. I've probably heard their music, but I'm not familiar with them. He's he's a big house music person. He DJ's a lot. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, from okay. So Gus, maybe Gus was telling me about this dude. Yeah. Okay. So he's he's like really big in the um, the UK. I'm pretty sure. I think so. But either way, he's like super intense producer. Like he makes these like songs that are just have so many dynamics and so many like twists and everything just switches up all the time. And it's house. Yeah. Which is dope. But also he does like things for. Um, like uh he did something i think with yeah it was with anderson pack oh uh, really oh maybe i did maybe this is where i heard of him yeah because i listen to everything anderson pack i could find and like it's just like the music quality is just out of this world it's insane katronada katronada all right here mm-hmm. we go wait what the uh, i'm waiting what i'm anticipating this name you, what right, you gonna okay, say yeah, yo this is somebody everybody should have on the radar J-I-D, Jid. Jid is an up-and-coming okay, artist, yes. and Jid is going to blow Yo. up. This man, oh. 
That was a good choice. I, I, I mean, like that is the that is the the the, the crowning choice to me. Uh yeah, no, nah, he's oh, he's crazy. I heard his uh like song never. Yeah, never. Oh, and man. like, oh. what is he? Hip hop mood. mood. Hip hop, and you can his voice is. I mean, he's influenced by Kendrick Lamar. You can tell. Yeah, for sure. But he makes it work in like this super super unique way. And one of his like songs never is popular. Ed and Eddie, I like a lot. Um, he's on a couple features. Fun fact: You were not allowed to watch Ed and Eddie when you were a kid. It was blocked. It was <laughs> blocked on my TV. I I still watched episodes. Like, don't get me wrong. Whenever we could, because it was blocked. It was like the cookies in the cookie jar. Yeah. You know. But uh, that song is good. And his features are usually pretty strong. Uh, he actually does a song with Earth Gang, which is another unknown artist that I can tie into him. Earth Gang, I worked a concert that they opened for. J. Cole. Earth Gang yeah. is cool. Oh, yeah, J. Cole. Um, his, his bars are nasty. That's the that's it. Like, he is such a lyricist in, in a lyric, lyricless world. Like, his lyrics are so good. Yeah. He he does a good job. I like his um his breakup a lot. He knows how to really break up a song. He does. He knows how to flow the song together. And uh, when he does that breakup, it's just that much more mm-hmm. better. Like, never switches up. And it's crazy. Yeah. Shit. All right. This is more like my my mood pick. Uh, it's a guy named Raleigh Ritchie. He has a song Toby called... Lou and Raleigh Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a song called, called Time in a Tree that just came out. It's very good. Um, another song called The Greatest, which you can kind of like vibe to more. And fun fact, he he's actually very famous, not not for his music though. He plays a character called Grey Worm on Game of Thrones. Interesting. And I came across one of his music videos once because I think it blew up because of Game of Thrones. Interesting. And I enjoyed it, so I continue to listen to some of his music and uh it's quite good. He's one of those people, he's British, I believe. He hides his accent well in acting, and most people lose their accent while singing, but he sounds like a British person while singing. Really? Yeah. So he he doesn't – so you can tell just by listening to his song, oh, this guy's British. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez. I wonder if he's actually, like, from England or what. Probably, I'll, uh, I'll get back to you guys Could be, like, Dutch. That. Could be Scottish. Um, I would have to say – Okay. well, like, you guys can say if this isn't actually an upcoming – like group, I was gonna say Brockhampton. They do you think they passed that threshold already? They signed a huge deal. They so have a yeah. deal. They're very much. They were in the media a lot. They had iridescence blew up. I mean, iridescence, I think iridescence was, was really, number one on Billboard. Yeah, I, so I think that they okay, yeah. iridescence really pushed if them. They there. weren't known. They are now. Yeah, so recently passed over. Okay, so then I'll choose. Um, oh shoot, no, I had I had their name. Hold on. Uh oh wait okay also another kind of controversial one for us um can we say like someone who's kind of re upcoming yeah go for it Th- this is an open an yeah. open thing um Mike Posner Mike really oh uh-huh. no yep. no I yeah I don't like Mike Posner I know you probably you probably don't like Mike Posner when I say the name because it's just like oh it's cooler than me blah 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 all that stupid stuff but he then I I re like found him kind of when he started doing a little more like singing stuff and that uh he did like a solo like ep kind of thing and released on spotify and it was really good and i liked it and then all of a sudden um it was because of Jaden, our photographer actually he um 
he was like, yo, you gotta listen to this. And it's called, it was like Mansions. And I was like, what is this? And then he was like, yo, this is Mike Posner. I was just like, what the fuck? And it's like good rap. It's actually like well put together. It's not just this poppy club shit that he did, yeah. like that kind of like Asher Roth Tim where it was like, I love college. He like actually is coming back up and is like, he did something, I forget who it was with, um, but it's in Mansions and like the music in the album Mansions is just like, well put together production wise but also like for his part it's just like these like he introduces his singing and he also introduces his rap in a nice balance mike posner taking it seriously yeah interesting i think mike posner's problem is i've heard he's just like unlikable <laughs> he's just an unlikable person Brutal. yeah he he's kind of a weird dude too uh he like dyed his hair green and like that's cool like uh, that's I, I have a job where I work a lot of concerts, and before I had this job, my brother had it, and he worked a show where Mike Posner was at, and he, like, read a poem about the struggles of being famous, and, like, one of the lines was, like, we got problems just like you, times two. Oh, my God. No, that that makes my skin crawl. Jeez. Um, I will throw another name out there. Switching gears up, do the complete, you know, 180. Um of Buffalo music, an alt band that is had one of the best, nay, nay, the best alt rock album that came out this year was Lord Huron's Void Noir. I am, I am convinced. I, I, you know, I listen to, I listen to all the the heavy hitters for all of the popular ones, and sometimes I delve in. And I consider Lord Huron such an up and comer. They do have a lot of music, but a lot of it is synthy and uh, more instrument heavy and the voices are kind of dulled a little bit and then they got they started pronouncing their voice more on their tracks and um the night we met is a song that a lot of people hear because it's on the radio and so like they had this really uh kind of vibey album called strange trails and the night we met was on it and then they came back and released this album right before the summer or yeah yeah. yeah, it was around yeah. summer. It was right around the beginning of the it. summer. Um, called Void Noir, and it's like green, and the look was all different. And I was like, this is going to be different. And they just made a beautiful album. There's this song in the, these two songs in the middle of the album, Ancient Names, part one and part two. You're supposed to listen to them together like that because uh, they flow into each other really Hence well. Hence the part one and part two. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes songs have part one and part two that don't flow into each other. Does but, uh, Father Stretch My Hands? Flowing to each other. Does part two really flow in? Nah. Yeah. Part part two is just a panda remix. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And okay, back to sure. Lord Huron. But either way, um, and those those two songs are good. The one you hear on the radio maybe is um, "By the River" or "Wait by the River," which is good. But all of the songs on that album, I can make an argument for being very good. And uh, you know, the lyrics are good, and their voice is more, like I said, pronounced. Just I give it a listen. Just love do it. <laughs> the second half of that album, especially the oh, first yeah, the half, half. of that album is the first half is more slow burn. The second half, I think, is when like hits come in. And slow I, burn is good. Slow burn is still good though. That's yeah. why the album supports itself. And they were in Buffalo, and I didn't get to see them, but I did listen to their in Buffalo radio interview, and it was real, real interesting. Because apparently all his first music that I said was more like feel it out, like the more like the instruments make you, you know, evoke whatever. Um, it's because he recorded all of his music on Lake Huron because he had like a, a house there. He recorded a lot of his early stuff there. And I think that was cool. 
and uh, just give them a listen. And if they're in your town, the tickets are probably not that expensive. Go see them. I, that's my plug. That's my Lord here on plug. All right, I've used up all my names. Is there is there any other ones? Speak now or forever hold your peace. I'm looking at you, Alex Live. I feel like you always um, have names. I, I, yeah, I got a ton. I could just look at my playlist and say it. Um, let's see here. Where do you put Thundercat on the artist? Oh, Thundercat. Them changes. Because so. everything everybody knows about him, but not enough people that I know are into him. Yeah, I I love Thundercat even just as Thundercat. Like yeah. you know, I listened to, like his whole albums on my playlist. Um, he, I feel like he's real. He's definitely in that upcoming, but like he he shouldn't be. He's established, but he should. Yeah, he should be more popular than he is. I. Yeah. Only know them changes, and I think it's like the best song of the year. If it even came out this year, I don't even know. I, nah, I think it came out like last I mean, year. We used to be bopping to like "Oh Shite It's X" and like yeah, and uh, like his that, old. Like, I remember that music video so well. <laughs> it's the best thing, yo. If you if you're to watch one music video out of this whole podcast, go watch "Oh Shite It's X." I know um, it's O H S H E I T. It's shite. Us. It's all it's shite. shite. The lost oh, shit. <laughs> Them changes came out in 2015. How did I just discover ah, it? Yeah. See. Yeah. He, so he is really like just slowly chugging along. Yeah. He's he's really low key, flying yeah. under the radar. But I feel like he's about to hit a bump. And I mean, he has he's already had a, a good bump, uh, especially since he was on the latest Mac Miller album, yeah. R.I.P. Mac Miller. But right. like, yeah, like he's he's definitely well known musically. But just not well known enough for um, like the public. All right. Well, you brought up Mac Miller. Might as well transition Let's... to controversial topic here. This is where the salt might get passed. Let well, not maybe not really. I don't want to set us up for that. But either way, let, okay, we got two artists. You know, rest in peace to both of them. It's both tragedies. XXX Tentacion and Mac Miller. They both passed. What? As in your world, because I'm going to be honest with you, you were more plugged into XXX's music than I ever could be. So I want to know, in, in your perspective, because you're also into Mac very heavily. Yes. So yes. both these artists, I never I took a huge loss. I, I did like Mac Miller's last loss. album. Um, maybe it was just because of the circumstances. But I listened to that album before, so like, and yeah. I still liked it. But what is your perspective on this between um, them two? Between them two, I th- it's... It's just like it's never been so real to me that it's like when an artist dies, that's the best thing for them and their art. It's always gonna like skyrocket them, even for like little artists. If you die, <laughs> you're you're gonna get played. Yeah, it, like I remember people were playing like Lil Peep. I had never even heard of oh, exactly. That's that what I'm Peep. saying. Like it's just like he's coming out with an album. Yeah, really? yeah. yeah. His his family is releasing it. Releasing it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was hard this year. These, these two artists were so big in my life. There's a lot of people on media, social media, obviously like Twitter that are going back and forth about any true impact XXX had. There's the, there's the the extremes on both sides. These are the extremes on one side. They're saying, who cares? Um, you know, he did some bad stuff to women and hates hated gays or something and then there's the other side saying who cares yeah like that's what people are saying on twitter like whatever and then there's the other side i see going um he had such this huge impact on like 
you know everybody's lives. What is your perspective on that? Is he an Mine? impactor, or was he just in the middle? Um, I would have to say he he was definitely a big impactor, but for different reasons. It was just like he um musically again is like huge considering that like all of a sudden this new genre of like rap came out like an- another subset of is he south rap. florida where is he from originally? yeah he's south florida yeah this south florida rap is like its own thing yeah and so like yeah. that's what really blew it up was just this dude just like going out there and being like yo i got a probably like a shitty mic but i'm still making it work and i'm just gonna get my art out there and it's like that's so respectable considering that everybody like who's like a soundcloud rapper and stuff doesn't like they limit themselves because they're a soundcloud rapper but like who gives a fuck you're making music put it out there soundcloud's a free way to do it do it so like that's that's like so respectable on his end for his political area of just like beating women i don't fuck with that at all yeah clearly i mean no one you know like you don't want in in their right mind yeah exactly but it's just like you say so he had more he had impact on music he he showed that you should pave your own way exactly and it's but like for the same thing that Kanye supports Trump. It's like we're like, all right, there's we we gotta separate the two because they're they come from the same source, but they're two different things. It's the music side of him and the personality side of him. Like I yeah. can, you know, like it's, and Kanye touches on politics a lot only because of this controversy. Exactly. So his music has only recently started to meld the two. Exactly. This. This conflict, I never know where I stand on it of if you can, like, separate the art from the artist because, like, intrinsically, the art is connected to the artist. Oh, psychologically as well. well like, of course. Like, yay, I, I feel like Kanye continuing to do all of this Trump bullshit is directly spitting in the face of yay, though, the album, because that whole album was talking about how he, like, screwed up, basically, and then he just doubled down on everything. It, I know. And now everybody's saying that Kim's gonna split from him, and it's just like this is just this is just a media circus. Yeah, yeah. And then when it comes to XXX, everyone, the the tweets kind of infuriated me at the time of like, oh, he he was getting better. Like we we lost a good man. Like, uh, nah, we we didn't we didn't lose a good man. I'm not saying like he should have died, but it everything he brought to the table was bad both personally (laughs) and he i kind of see him as the leader of the new like emo rap uh oh my do you think that if xxx hadn't paved his way do are is it linked is it correlated could six nine have never graced any of our eyes oh like i i feel like he started all of it yeah he he definitely he started it and like that's where i respect just starting your own thing but like Man, it should have ended there. <laughs> it really should have. There, there are yeah. actually some XXX songs that I think are are pretty good, but overall, what Grammy he, worthy? Oh, absolutely not. No. It, like not even close to Grammy worthy. Yeah, but like the thing is with the Grammys, it's like it's so old head oriented. It's just yeah. like you, if we had like newer people in there, like different musics would have been like Grammy nominated just for like how we define a grammy now yeah just overall the the death boost um when it comes to mac miller like both of them are tragedies this uh, this is what i'm trying to get at but in their own rights but they were tragedies at different levels because the artists were at different levels yeah Yeah. that's basically it that's how i see it in my head i i definitely but like even if we like let 
if we put X on the same time sequence or like not time like career sequence as Mac and like he was around as long as much as certain people, it would have been still less tragic. And what I will not stand for is fan fiction. And that you saw it in both XXX and Mac Miller's death. And Mac Miller, unfortunately, because he was bigger and the whole Ariana Grande thing, there's all there's all that fan fiction. Like people will find a picture and quote it and be mm-hmm. like, you know, the last thing he wanted before he died was to be with Ariana. And you're like, why are you doing the fan <sighs> yeah, fiction? Yeah, I know. So like, come on. No. And then That's someone just... quotes it and it's like, man, this one got me. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on. It's all this fan fiction BS. Like people. Remember when, like, XXX died, there were all, like, conspiracies? Yeah. That just shows their levels. Like, at one level, Mac Miller's only a few few years older than XXX, and they're talking about, like, his ever-eternal love for somebody, and then XXX dies, and the fan fiction's about, like, you know, him, you know, knowing something, and, like, you know, someone coming after him or something like and that. And also, like, the, the fan heck? fiction with X turned into, oh, no, he actually didn't do any of the bad things. Yeah. That, those just didn't happen now that he's dead. Yeah, so... That's that's just the difference. It's unfortunate, but it's the world we live in. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, X still, like, had done a lot of stuff. So that's where I see Mac Miller being just way more tragic because it was just, like, we lost. Like, when we lost X, we were like, oh, we lost a good artist. And we lost, but we, like, lost, like, this dude who also was, like, kind of, like, doing bad shit. And, like, mm-hmm. he knows he did bad shit. And that's, like, he was, like, okay with it like trying to make amends but like mac miller like he's done like bad shit but like it wasn't like fucking anything up you know like it was just like kind of his like yeah chilling well, out well, mac so. miller was basically like just like a frat boy in the scene for a while and they're, he did like yeah. kind of frat type things but that doesn't matter it's like no. like us like being like private school kids and like any high school we really could have related to mac and i don't know if we're gonna get that niche of music for a while because kids today as they say yeah but he's he was really tragic considering also that he was just such a big part of like childhood yeah it was just like growing up and when you're like a child and like you're just going through some shit but you don't know how to explain it you just turn to music and like mac miller was that like one of those artists that you just turn to yeah i wouldn't be surprised if uh there you know if there's a segment for him at the grammys or something like that i i almost don't even like we're, we're kind of having a conversation about like comparing tragedies, but what it comes down to is like, I think the main thing that ignited this conversation was that XXX is nominated for a Grammy, and I think that only happened because of I this don't stuff. know if that's and true though. Like they, I see it on Twitter, and there's articles attached and everything, and but I don't know where there's sources on that. Uh, no, people. I remember I saw the the headline and someone quoted it like, "Oh, this is only because of his death because he yeah, ha- like did all of these streaming numbers and stuff." Like, Post Malone does like the best streaming numbers, and he's not getting nominated oh, for a Grammy, nor should he be nominated. No, no, no. sorry, <laughs> I don't either. Really. I, I I like an I don't occasional like his music, song. That's all. For only on the basis of enjoyment, it's like I'm watching like a Fast and Furious movie only listening to it. Well, where it's like those movies aren't really good, but there there are people that watch them just because they're they're fun movies. Yeah. And that that yeah. can be Post Malone sometimes. I'm, it's just like Post Malone's just not my taste. That's all. Like I just like if you like Post Malone, you like Post Malone, but it's just not my taste. It's he's just I don't like how he I first of all, I don't like his music. This is my short take on Post Malone. I don't really like his music that much. It's just too... If I if it's on 98.5, I don't like it. And uh, he just... 
hates on the rap game. Yeah, that too. I don't and like And then, like, makes money. And they still classify him as a rapper when he's really, like, poppy now. And that just bothers me. He's like, oh, this is so easy. Anybody could do this. The rap game sucks. Like, whatever. And then he, like, that's just stupid. Yeah, I so really don't you, agree with that. Know? But, like, if that's your publicity, like, path, then okay. Yeah, no. All right. Let's get in to saltiest of the week. Nice. Segment where we bring up people who are salty. News stories. It could be us. It could be anyone. I'll go first. Oh, okay. That, do you want to go <laughs> no, first? No, you go first, Owen, with all the segments today. That's fine. Do it. Yeah, okay. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out yes, it does. next Friday. This Friday, technically, whenever this episode's coming out, the 26th. Looks like a great game. It's going to be but a real rodeo. Big. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> big, uh, big story around it. One of the like lead guys on it did an interview i want to say it was with vulture I but i may be wrong first name is nick it might be it might i don't be. think it is <laughs> I don't think it but is um he made a comment he was really just trying to to show how much like work went into it and he said like yeah sometimes in the crunch we're pulling like 100 hour weeks to make sure everything is done like getting it ready for it to go gold which means like oh it's it's shipping out um and everyone in the game industry just took that and went wild about how everyone's getting overworked. Uh, Rockstar should be ashamed of themselves. They always they need to Rockstar. start a union, which maybe they should start which a union. Which actually, but. Could be, pause right there. Hopefully, you don't lose your train of thought. Rockstar gets a lot of bad press when, like, we all know EA should be getting bad press, and they do. But Rockstar oh, they get for, pretty bad. Press. Rockstar <laughs> gets all this bad press for some reason. Because I don't know why. Because <laughs> of GTA. Probably. Yeah, I think so. GTA was just like a video game that shouldn't have been like as good as it is, and they're like, "Fuck you." Is it because it. like old people still know what like can know what GTA is because of all the news stories that was around it, so they're just like still condemn it to this. Yeah, day. yeah pretty for much. Sure. Um. But regardless, there's been this thing going on a long time, especially in the in the games media, where trying to be like the white knights of people working too hard. And yeah. I don't I don't know where I fall on the story because yes, a 100 hour week is a lot. They claim they've never forced anyone to do that, and I I know people in other fields who have worked 100 hour weeks and like no no one's coming to to their defense i just think it's just guys dedicated to their craft That's, you know they're sitting yeah. at their desk they're designing games you know and they're, they're dedicated they yeah. want to get it out and they later re-clarified the guy who did the interview said like yeah the main people pulling 100 hours are like me and some of the other top guys who have to make sure like this is in the right spot yeah they're not like pushing like a some small person can work 100 hours a week i feel i think it's just kind of like the the people that like want to make sure that like every like little detail is down to perfection and it's because like gaming like video game design is an art so it's like you know you you want to make sure your art is always top um and rockstar apparently they always had like a ban on like just don't don't talk about working here like on social media mm -hmm. and they said like they lifted that and people have all come out and said like yeah no, no nothing really too bad like an occasional like 50 hour week but yeah other than that uh, i feel like it's just like a big a big narrative now that pe people just want to act can... like they're they're like a sweatshop yeah i don't know how we've come to the par point in our simulation of this life that people <laughs> want to try to make game developers like 
working in sweatshops. G- game developers, yeah. I've I've heard some horror stories where they get overworked, and that's the main reason why this story is picking up so much. Mm. But so there's like a lore out there. Yeah. Oh. It, what? Everything, everything on Twitter, no matter where you are, Twitter is such is, not even is politically down. driven. It's not watered down. It's like. I don't even know what liquid you would use for Twitter, but it's not watered down. It's it's, it's oil. Own, it's oil syrup. Down. Yeah, syrup. it's like reading headlines on Twitter. It's just like ooh, like <laughs> they could have written that better. Something like that. Like it's just, and then someone will quote it, be like, "If you didn't read the article, it was about a dog that stood up for racial inequality." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, uh, weird flex, but okay." <laughs> <laughs> um, but overall, I just. I find it a little ridiculous that the story got picked up so much because the guy said it in in an innocent way. He was trying to just say he was just like answering an interview yeah. question. Yeah, like we put a lot of work into this and everyone took it and they're they're still dealing with backlash. Apparently there was one like branch of their studio that has to do like more of the crunch and they get worked harder. Now now they Rockstar just implemented a ton of new rules for that studio to make sure that that doesn't happen anymore. And overall that's good, I guess. Yeah, but they're handling it the best way they can. Well, yeah. yeah. They're going to be fine. fine Red too. Dead Redemption 2 is still going to sell a billion copies. Oh, for sure. I can't wait. <laughs> I think I think people are just going to start thinking real life is Western. They're just going to play it so much. <laughs> People's just all of a sudden riding horses. Yeah, I know. Cool. But, uh, what, what do you got for us? Um, I would have to say my saltiest of the week is all of Buffalo. (laughs) Buffalo. Yeah. We're from. Yeah, we are. Recently unemployed, but not anymore. Yeah. (laughs) We're, we're spinning back, but now all of Buffalo is just in a little bit of a muck right now. Um, winter came early, like last week and everyone was, is freaking out about that because it's October. Doesn't work. Yep. And Max is a little fucked more. But then, like, Josh Allen got his elbow hurt <laughs> in the game, and now we're kind of fucked Not for the Sunday. Not to mention that he's just bad, too. Yep, he's, on the he's, record. He's Josh just, Allen, he's, he's just bad. He's young. He's just, he has to adapt. Oh, young, young, young guys can throw the ball near a wide receiver's yeah. hands, and he can't do that. So right. that's, but, that's my main yeah. stance on it. So hope is lost. We yeah. fucked up our uh, <laughs> that game against, was it Tennessee? Uh, Houston. Houston, the fuck, um, shot. Um, but yeah, we fucked that game up because we gave the ball to Peterman and told him to throw it. And that's a problem. That is a problem. Huge problem. He has, he, that was his, like, Six. the one to Clay was literally his third career, like, um, like, pass. Like, that was a touchdown. Oh, yeah. That was his third. <laughs> yeah. And he's been on the Bills for five years. Or something. If Tom Brady wanted to match Peterman's interception percentage, he would have to throw an interception on his next 1,000 oh passes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, with Buffalo, uh, Buffalo sports. Yeah, we're, we're salty right now. <laughs> also, I, I don't want to hear people that like the cold anymore. There's just no benefit to it. No benefit to the like cold whatsoever. It's been like a week of cold weather, and you're already saying Not even no, cold. No. It's been like in the 50s. That this is just... Oh, overall, my view. Okay. Hello. Kalen Price. No, nah, I had like a the guest cold. over last there. night. I'm he just... was a guest on Pass the Soul. What do you got? Wow. Breakfast sandwich, breakfast sandwich from a neighborhood spot. Oh, wow. Are they seat? I'll take I do enjoy their fries. Okay. Kalen interrupting the recording, okay. offering fries, though. So Fries good. Community though. fries. Community fries! <laughs> the the fries, lives the in fries our have come through. Um, But, 
No, I like the cold. I snowboard. You, uh, I like snowboarding. Snowboarding is no. so fun. I like I like cold weather to a point. Like I don't like I don't really like anything less than thirty eight degrees. Okay, if we're like just like living in but the I'm cold, gonna, fuck the cold. I'm gonna put this on the record. I'm going to try to do the Wim Hof method this winter. It's You'll at see the, me the ice man. outside my house in my boxers, and it will be 10, 10 below zero, and I'll just be chilling. <laughs> I I can I used to be able to do that because I used to snowboard so much. I was just like going out. I could go go grab some stuff outside and like my shorts and everything. That'd be fine. And but like now because I don't snowboard that much, <laughs> you ain't gonna catch me in a in a winter jacket and snow pants outside. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> and like, but like when I used to snowboard, I was like. It'd be negative five, and I'd be at Holiday Valley just chilling. Negative five. It's really the wind that kills you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you don't have that, like, Gore-Tex that just kills all wind going through your body, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. Well, coldness. I don't know. That's that's. I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> it just sucks. Who's your saltiest, Maxwell? My saltiest of the week. I could easily use myself. Easily. Easily salty this week. For sure. You know, For sure. Lost. I lost. Okay, let's just say it. I'm not the saltiest, but I'm just going to give him a quick recap. Uh, <laughs> I crashed my car. I was unemployed. <laughs> yeah. My roommates formed a tirade against me, which is continuing to this very day. But it's okay. <laughs> I'm not that salty about it. You know, I got a new job. I'm going to be working at Whole Foods. Yeah, that's right, Jeff Bezos. You're the, technically my CEO. All right. But Whole Foods, way downscale. Anyway. Pete Davidson is the saltiest person this week. He's <laughs> more salty than the Bills. Ariana Grande and him broke up. Apparently, he lost custody of the okay. pig. He had to do the tattoo on his no, the pig. The pig. He, That's the worst he part. Probably <laughs> had, he probably had an asthma attack. First of all, <laughs> he probably did have an asthma attack. You know, I'm... I'm just giving Pete Davidson shit. I like Pete Davidson. I, I do. I like, I'm just I giving think him shit this is what he would do. Like, this is what he does. But either way... <laughs> And he has admitted, like, as jokingly, that without Ariana, he's, like, gone off the radar. Like, no one's going to even know who he is anymore. He's going to be working at, like, Kmart, he said. And I find that hilarious. Now, <laughs> this I, was, like, a few weeks ago. I think you could spin this that he's actually maybe even the luckiest man alive. Besides all of the tattoos he has to get this covered up. This is a up. huge – I mean, dating Ariana was a good career His move. stock mm -hmm. has never been higher. Uh, Career-wise, he's now, like, considered a huge comedian – when before he was just like a guy you might have known his name. He's a front man on SNL now. Yeah. yeah. And also, future dating, his stock has never been higher. Oh. Are you kidding me? He dated Ariana matter. Grande. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you, how bad this breakup is. Ariana Grande, on multiple occasions, even in her song, publicly admitted how hot Pete Davidson is. If she does that, she could tell... <laughs> You can tell anybody that they're hot, and their stock will go up. I mean, we think, we <laughs> think our friend Kalen so Price much. gets a lot of Tinder matches. Pete Davidson. Oh, my God. Pete Davidson is probably every Tinder's swipe. probably on fire. Yeah, he probably had to delete the app. <laughs> probably. He's, well, he's probably going to be, like, low-key. He's probably going to change his hair color or something. Oh, like yeah, definitely. Probably get, like, a different tattoo. As soon as, like, this blows something. over, Pete Davidson's going to be, like, on, at the poolside. Just everybody just wants, wants a piece. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. So maybe he's the luckiest of the week. He's salty about the breakup, though. Oh, for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, but, for I mean, sure. like, you pulled some, like, high school shit, and you know what? You got backlash for it. So, like, and that's Ariana not... was also salty about the publicity of it, and she got off um, social media. Yeah, Ariana Grande is going through it right now. Yeah. yeah. She's a ringer. Yeah, bro. 
you know, shouts out to her. I hope you're doing well, but like, I know. Hit me up. You're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's, All right. Uh, now, community tries. Community you're tries. already trying to transition away from our new hit segment. And you know what? I'm going to go first. Jeez. Community try. <laughs> I I subscribe to something that I coined. It's healthy lifestyle. And you know what? Some of my community tries are going to center around that. That's why you should community try seltzer water. That This is something that's gotten super trendy lately. What? Especially. Do, do you know what? I'm going to destroy you right now. Oh, <laughs> I, I, know what, I know what LaCroix you're going to say. LaCroix is being sued in a civil action suit because the person says they did their own independent lab study <laughs> and found carcinogens. Yeah, and then they just did another study and it's said, no, rice. those carcinogens aren't there. It's a good ass I rice. just looked this up. Okay, wait. Where you get that? <laughs> just because there's one study that says no and one study that says yes doesn't mean the answer is no or yes. There's only two studies. So somebody has to be – an authority has to say, essentially, that it's not going to be true for people to never wonder – I don't think there are carcinogens in it. Do I think that the reason that it has flavor and doesn't have sugar is because they just take fruit and heat it up for really hot until it becomes an oil and they basically drip this oil in? That's the process. That is demystifying seltzer. And it's fine because it's just fruit oil. It should taste good. Um, do I think that maybe that's what they were detecting? I don't know. I'm not a scientist. But I think it's a possibility. Well, regardless – Seltzer water is amazing. It's good. Just and the fizziness. It the hydrates flavor. you the same as water. Yeah. It's proven. Is I, that proven? That I've always proven. wondered that. I okay, so I like if you're in a desert and all you have is seltzer, you are fine. Well yeah. not fine. I mean not I fine. mean, yeah, like you're kind of battling the elements, but like um I I fucks with seltzer water heavy since like high school. Before it was like a trend. Like I like My dad always kept seltzer in the house for his beverages he would make sometimes yeah no my my friend sean you know hey sean if you're listening to this um he i would go to his house and it would be like we're downstairs in his basement and his like whole downstairs fridge was just loaded with like seltzers and i was too lazy to ever go and get like actual water that like you know motherfuckers really drink because you guys are dehydrated all the time true um so I was just like, whatever, grabbing a seltzer. And it's just like, I kind of acquired the taste. And I was just like, I could definitely take this over regular water all the time. But like, at the same time, it's just like, it is a weird thing Have to hop on. Have you just decide in your life, I want to slim down or I don't want to drink pop anymore. Exactly. I was you about to make that oh, point. You go to seltzer. First, you know what? Just go to water first. And you're like, oh, water. Like, oh, man. But then if you go from water to seltzer... Oh man! Oh, for I'm addiction sure. Addiction is solved. Mm-hmm. I've heard people complain about, oh, seltzer's too fizzy. It like it it can hurt my throat sometimes. Oh, the harder it hits, the better. Oh, <laughs> it's the like a, the seltzer, the better. It's like a jewel pod. It's like you want that that throat like, punch. <laughs> exactly. You get like a throat palace, and you're like, yeah, I'm just used to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I like seltzer. Definitely a good alternative to. All the sugary drinks that like are being processed in America and everything. Seltzers. Seltzer water does for the pop addicted what vapes should have done for the smoke addicted. Yes. But failed. Seltzer is the easiest transition. Like I can see anybody I know, I could probably get them off soda. And I, and I say get them off because it is an addiction to some people. Mm-hmm. It is. 
and uh, I can get them off with seltzer. Easy. I, Easy. And there's sweeter seltzers out there. You can even get them seltzer with sugar, but less sugar than pop, and just keep waning them down. Yeah. Some people are resistant their first time because the first drink of seltzer, it, it's almost like medicinal. It, it it seems like you're... Forget, forget resistant. Some people publicly chastise you you're drinking seltzer yeah bro it's like dude i'm I'm drinking water yep once you have two to three cans of it it's like oh you're you're in i see like i really like as like i used to drink pop a lot and i used to drink pepsi a lot which is one of the worst ones to drink um i mean if you're gonna drink a cola it better be coca uh, yeah and you know i like coca-cola too like blah blah blah. like i like pop when i was little but, like, then I, like, was just, like, I should probably, like, not drink pop all the time. And then I kind of, like, transitioned to, like, Sprite because it was, like, refreshing. And it's positively bubbly. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like that jump from Sprite to, like, water and seltzer water was, like, a good transition considering it was just kind of, like, it was, like, Sprite but, like, not Sprite, you know? And there's multiple flavors. Exactly. It's refreshing. Like, you got, like, think of it like, you know, like a, you wouldn't drink, like, a summer beer, you know? To like, in the winter, because you're like, <laughs> <laughs> in the winter, <laughs> you're out of season, bro. Exactly, but like, you know, like you gotta use it as it is, like you kind of intend for yourself. Yeah. All right, alrighty. I have Next nothing else to trust. say. I said yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I think we covered it almost as well as you can. Who's going next? Alex Live. Oh. Max? I don't uh, even know. Alex Live? You should go okay, next. Okay, all right, so all right. I can think of one. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to think of what I've been doing this week. So yeah. <laughs> you tried Daredevil. No, um, my uh, community tries would definitely be try and go uh, a little more vegetarian, vegan. Oh, that was a good one. Um, you know, like. I've subscribed to this recently. Yeah, it's like, f- fuck all the hype shit that's around it. Apparently, I'm, we have 12 years to live, everybody. Or, yeah. like, mass Oh, yeah, no, nah, fuck, like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, <laughs> we're gonna die, whatever. Um, okay. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, nah, I, but, like, veganism just in general, like, give give your body a little bit of a, a nutritional, like, boost sometimes. Like, if you don't eat meat for, like, I would say, a day, like, that's... Yeah, I mean, look, I would say you don't gotta give up meat. I don't, I'm not, like, advocating that everybody should start chewing grass. No. Although... There is a book out there. Let me just give two quick plugs. There is a book out there, apparently. I did not read it, but someone told me about it recently. That is a New York Times bestseller about uh, that plants have defended themselves against, like, being eaten. And, um, like, some plants make you sick. And, like, so there's a lot of that culture. But then there's people who are, like, trying to make you vegan, shove it down your throat. I think that taking a vegetarian or vegan day or in your week or two yeah. is very beneficial. I'm never going to go full vegan or full vegetarian. I know that. But I've started adopting some of it just just so I could get used to it. One, to be healthier. Two, if, if you want to marry a girl nowadays, it's like, oh, she's going to be vegan. So you better get used to it. Um, Yeah, kind of. I feel like I'm... So, shocked. like, I don't know. I I'm feel shocked. like I'm just, like, the more I eat meat and everything, it's just, like, the more I'm, like, uh, this is just kind of getting really gross. Like, we know what's in it. But, like, for, like, plants and everything, it's just, like, we're, like, all right. got to get the protein. They need to change, like, how they process meat for sure. Not going to even want to get into that. That's, That's just too much information ugh, to, so, to spit out. But so um, can we just stop for once? You said that you're. it's guaranteed that you're 
your wife is a vegan? Well, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start specifically going to, like, wing-eating contests and just trying to pick up women. Like, that's the truth, Owen, because... No, yeah. I feel like I'm never actually going to go fully vegan either, though. I yeah. agree with you. I just mean it, it's the trendy thing I feel like every girl I meet nowadays is vegetarian, vegan, something of the yeah, sort. There's, there, a, there, there's a higher likelihood that you'll have to. Uh, yeah. worlds I, just, I just always, like, was really big into, like, nutrition because it was just like I used to be a little chubby <laughs> and so like I was just like I need to change my ways and so like vegan options like just popped into the you know realm obviously first and so I was just like you know let's look into it and it's just like you know you don't get that like the f- like really gross fats you know you don't get all like that like weird yeah. shit that you have to worry about like you're just you're just chilling with the plant <laughs> we, we got we got two healthy lifestyle recommendations here Max, are you gonna make it third? Uh, third one? Should we or? just stick with the <laughs> no, no music and nutrition? Don't be influenced. I was gonna respond to his point, but I'm just gonna forego that now that you put all this pressure on me. Do you want me to stick with this theme? <laughs> no, no. What What do you have in your mind? Oh, Anything. I have nothing. But I can. I have one for healthy living. You had one. You said, "Can I recommend people not do something?" What was that? People not do something. I don't know. I hate. I hate. I'll go to David Buster's. No, <laughs> I, don't know, I went to David Buster's. Not that it's not fun. Like the arcade is fine, but their food is garbage. Yeah. If someone were to ever, and their drinks are probably garbage too, from what they look like. If someone were to ever tell me, "Oh, you know, let's go to David Buster's. Uh, we'll grab a quick bite." I'm like, "Nah, I'll eat before. I'll meet you there." Like we ordered appetizers last night, and. You can tell they're all microwaved. Like, I wasn't expecting. Why was I? I shouldn't even be complaining. I was expecting that, and I got what I was expecting. And, and uh, somehow I was still disappointed. I guess maybe because, like. That's, that is the perfect way to describe it. It's we like ordered, a, like, a three-dip thing, and it was tiny. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a, because it's like a bigger franchise that you think that they would at least have, like, some type of small kitchen that just comes with every Dave & Buster's. Their food is in bags. That's what it is. They open a yeah. bag and put it in the microwave. It's gross. Disgusting. That's we got nachos. There were eight of them. Eight. Th- this is kind of healthy lifestyle. Don't eat at Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I imagine that's healthy lifestyle. Their arcade is okay. Like they do the card swipes and like uh, the games are worth credits. Like someone and they're all worth like six or more. They it's... have a giant Connect Four. Oh, that's, oh, that's yeah, so I won. cool. I won. I was playing really? someone in Connect Four yesterday and I won. No, Connect I... Four is one of the biggest tests of like. Of mental aptitude. <laughs> I find that not many people notice the diagonal ones, and that's how I won. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, easy. I play chess when I play Connect Four. Don't play me in chess. Exactly. I mean, in Connect Four, I'm, I'm coming for heads. Um, I play to win. For the first time yesterday, I witnessed – I didn't really witness because I was looking at my phone. But someone – there was the game where you pull the lever and the light goes around. You have to stop it as on the 1,000 is really your jackpot. Oh, uh, I, I get what you mean. Just casually did it. Just not – no effort. <laughs> None. Zero effort. Boom. I was like, what happened? Peter also had turned around, my roommate, and uh, we missed it right in front of our faces. We, we could have seen the skill, and we missed it. It was crazy. I've, uh, I've had many nights where I have a friend. We pull out Connect Four. We'll, we'll play each other for like an hour and a half straight. Just like keep score. Pure, you pure just, showing, just showing who is superior. In this, in this yeah. relationship, this goes way deeper than you think it does. <laughs> like, what is, is there a Connect Four cult? I'm <laughs> is Civil like a Connect Four? So, yeah, don't. There, team? I tried it for the community, <clears throat> and I would never recommend it. Three healthy lifestyle things: seltzer water, 
try vegan stuff. Don't eat at Dave and Buster's. Don't eat at Dave and Buster's. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> this has been our show, Pass Assault Pop Culture Podcast. Like, no, you don't like anymore. It's not on YouTube. Kaylin Subscribe, Price. rate, review, all of that. All of that. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's Stitcher, everywhere you can get a podcast. Anywhere you can get a podcast. Even the podcast room? It, is it? What? Did you... Did you put it in the podcast room? The podcast room. Yeah. We put, is that a thing? Is that a thing? I'm so confused. <laughs> <Might> <laughs> I no, I'll just get it. I'll like, just get it. I was like, what's the podcast? That sounds like a good you have a bu- we start that as a you website. Have a podcast room? Podcast room? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we just came up okay, with something. Cut oh. this out. Yeah. This yeah. Is all <laughs> cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we're, uh, we're here every Wednesday. Yeah. As long as I put it up. I put it up at like 1130 last week, but 1130 p.m. And you Cut missed it a word in the tweet you tweeted. Did I miss a word? Uh, you said each, and you you were going to type week, you can tell. And I was like, hmm, you just didn't type the word. Um, well, oh well. Yeah, but we said it's take two, so I'm just acknowledging another mistake. Never miss an episode every Wednesday. <laughs> I, I will be yeah. back. <laughs> um, we're done here. It's, go it's gone. No, I don't oh, play, oh, play. oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just, yeah, sorry. Um... <laughs> You can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, pretty much everything, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, Twitter again. Uh, 716, Alex Live. I'm going to be coming out with a, an album soon, hopefully about like 18 songs deep. So like, look out for that. It's going to be a journey in your in your ears. You know Kaylin Price, no? Yes. Okay, just making that clear. Um, <laughs> I, I just want a recorded record of that. Um, <laughs> All right, yeah, that's it. All right, that's the episode. Goodbye.